The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. 640 Toronto, your life, your money. Thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday. And thank you to all the new listeners we have at this time slot appreciate your time this is your life your money i'm chris creston and i'm joined as always by kelvin the money guy you can visit kelvin's website at askkelvin.ca that's ask k-e-l-v-i-n.ca and you can call him anytime 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN and today we're talking about how to plan for your money life how to work out inflation how to work out recession and how to play sort of work work out where the stock markets are going and try to make sure that it works for you in those cases in that inflationary period that we've been used to and in the recessionary period that everyone seems to be talking about now Kelvin, before the break, we were talking a little bit about what happens once all the bottlenecks and all the supply chain issues have been resolved. Do we just sort of get back to normal? Does inflation actually come down? Do the prices stay where they've been, where they've inflated to? What do we do with our money in all that situation as well? Yeah, well, based on statistics, you know, inflation in Canada is about three to three to four percent historically, right? Um, but the stop the stop and start nature of the COVID definitely resulted in, you know, big supply bottlenecks, right? That's led to a lot of inflation that we've seen. Um, you know, we did, we did have uh, stimulus, you know, significant stimulus, maybe too much, uh, both in fiscal, fiscal and monetary policies with the government. Um, in hindsight, when they look back, they go, man, it was maybe a little bit too much, right? So I think... I think we're probably getting closer to the peak in terms of inflation. About a month ago, a month and a half, they said it was at eight. That's when they started to raise rates. And now it's about 6.9 heading down to about five. So I think it's we're starting, we're going to start to see it come down partly because of the fiscal, both fiscal and monetary policies that are tightening and make and easing the bottle chain, like the bottlenecks in, in, in what we have, like cars, for example. Hard to get a new car, man. It's uh, even a hard used to get a car. used car. Yeah, I know. It's it seems like it's hard to get a used car than a new one, and and those things will ease itself. It takes it's going to take time. Remember, the COVID lasted for like uh, well, I think we're still in it. I mean, I heard they're shutting down in China again because they have more cases, but but we tend to forget, you know, when the COVID happened, the real COVID back in I guess February March twenty twenty things change interest rates down to one percent in fact zero i think in some in some places right so we tend to forget that and now we're just you know we're now balancing like life's a balance right when it comes to anything actually really um and i think we're starting to balance we don't like what's happening so so we have to deal with it in 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 the short run so this is like that short run pain for long-term gains that's what's going on now so, so what are those long-term inflationary pressures going to do to us, right? And and one of the biggest thing they say is uh, the globalization or deglobalization of of what's happening, right? And and it's really funny because when you look back to the last forty years, you know, going global was a huge uh, had a huge disinflationary impact on the economy because there's so many things. I mean, 
whatever you wanted to buy, there was tons of it, right? Right. So and you've got mostly, the choice to now go to yeah. market anywhere in the world. And so you can sell more of your product or you can buy more products cheaper. You can find labor a little bit cheaper. So right. yeah, globalization, it's done a great thing to push prices down. Yeah. And, and then in, in, mod in modern terms, China became the manufacturer for the world, right? And they made things in abundance and that kind of created some of the problems that we're in right now. Things became a little bit too, uh, too cheap. I mean, labor there was, uh, was cheap. So you can, mm -hmm. you know, you'd have to pay a lot of money. Um, and, and that's some of the problems that are coming that are happening now. Right. So we just need to kind of deal with that somehow, you know, China became the manufacturer of the world, but what's happening now is China is starting, it's starting to shrink. And I think it all started, like I said, with the trade war when Trump was in, in power, right? And certainly with the COVID underscored the need for, for resiliency with supply chain. And then he got unelected. Biden came in. And then this year, in April, the war started. Right. So that, that created more problems of supply chain and energy and so on, right? So, you know, it just seemed to be one thing after the other this year that happened in 2022. And so, so really what, just a perfect what, storm to, it, to it is. create yeah, more and more is. problems for us. It seemed like one thing after the other, right? And, and we're left all hole in the bag and people, we start looking at our returns of our money. We start panicking. We start seeing interest rates going up. You know, variable mortgages, look where they are, right? People are panicking. What do I do? I get a lot of calls from clients. What should I do? Um, yeah, and it's every a big case, change. It's a big change yeah, if you're I, used to paying a certain amount and then all of a sudden it's, oh, maybe maybe double what you're paying. Right. So, so you know, and every case is individual. So I always encourage people to, you know, if you're worried about your money, I think we all are, you know, pick up the phone and call your advisor. If you don't have one, pick up the phone and give me a call or go to our website and, you know, ask me a question or whatever, whatever you need to about your money. Right. I think we need a lot of handholding now as we come to the end of the year. Right. We're going to be bombarded with all kinds of stuff. I mean, look at Black Friday, big sales. In fact, there was more things on sale because of the inflation than, than normal because you know, they want to get rid of stuff, right? So, so supply chains, you know, were built for efficiency in the past. I think um, as we go forward, um, you know, things are going to become a little bit more expensive. I think uh, resilience is about, you know, being convenient and getting things quick, right? We're so used to um, like the McDonald's generation where we, we don't want to wait for anything, but maybe we're going to go back to, to something like that. So maybe maybe goods are going to be coming back to North America. Maybe we're going to manufacture might come back. It might cost a little bit more, but I think what the COVID taught us is that um, when it comes to business, maybe we should do things here now. You know, maybe we as people think that okay, we'll pay a little bit more, but we'll get quality goods. We don't have to rely on on China or anybody else if these things happen again, right? Will a COVID happen again? I don't know, but. It's, it's never good when those. all the manufacturing of a specific product is centralized in one location, right? Because then right. if something bad happens there, then it's right. harder for everyone to start going and shopping there or, or 
shipping from there, ordering from there. So at least if you've got a diversified um, manufacturing base, maybe mm-hmm. maybe if you if you don't buy it from country X, you buy it from country Y. Right. I mean, look at the look at the chip, the the microchip, right? It's mm-hmm. made only in probably one place in the world. Now they're realizing, man, maybe we should make that everywhere else. Right. So we're not to hold hostage to anything. So, th- so those are some of the things that are happening to us now. Um, we'll get through all of this, you know, I think 2023, the first quarter might be kind of bumpy, but I think after we get through that, we'll be okay. And like I always say in past shows, make sure you, make sure you call your advisor, you know, make sure you sit down and, and plan out what, what you want to get over the next three, five years. Investing is not about a year or two. Investing is about five to 10 years down the road. So what's going on today when you look down the road, it's probably a good thing. It doesn't look so now, but it's probably a good thing, I, I, I think. I mean, I've been doing this for 30 years and you see a lot of, uh, you see a lot of, things that happen you know every 10 years money tends to double every eight to ten years if you do it properly and and inflation believe it or not is a good thing for our money in the sense if we're invested in the stock markets because as inflation goes up you know companies like mcdonald's will raise their price at the big mac so when their price goes up so does their shot their stock right so if you noticed over the last if people noticed over the last say uh i would say six months Companies have been buying back a lot of their shares. So what that tells us is there's lots of money in the world and, and you, people are just going to get wealthier if they do the right things, right? Um, so you need to sit back, reassess what you're doing, the year's ending, uh, see where you were in January, what were your goals, what were your thoughts, and did you accomplish some of those things? Yes, we had some since April, since the war, we had some bad times in the stock markets um but but it's it's it looks like it's getting better i mean when we look in november it was the best november ever i believe it the markets were up about 13 percent. and i think so, i read that even retail you know what is it did better in november than you know past december's mm-hmm. event yeah i mean we just finished thanksgiving and it looks like uh well black friday and it looks like sales uh will probably be good um, that'll drive us into Christmas time. And although people might spend less for Christmas, we're still going to spend money, right? So you, you really got to be mindful of what you're doing. I mean, don't go and spend crazy money um, like we used to, but just be mindful of what you're, of what you're spending and, you, and you'll be fine. And, and you know, I noticed uh, some things that the credit card companies are doing. Um, if you owe, you know, a thousand dollars, they'll tell you, I don't pay us a thousand. Just give us like a quarter of it, you know, and people fall into those traps. So make sure you don't fall into those kind of traps. Um, you know, don't let your emotions take over, you know, and you'll be, and you'll be okay. So inflation recessions always affect the stock markets, some in a positive way, some in a negative, in a negative way. So if you take a balanced approach with your money, you'll be okay. And, and that's what most people uh, should strive to do is take a balanced approach to money. Buy, like I say, cyclical things, non-cyclical, mesh them together. And when it all shakes out, I think we'll be okay, right? Um, long-term inflationary pressures. Well, one of the things that, that they see, the, ex- the money experts see, is decarbonization. You know how we want to do this carbon tax and things like that? 
So it's going to be bumpy along the way. It's going to be costly because we have to transit for a period of time anyways, um, because we're going to have to run two sources of energy, right, in, in a shift. So it's going to be quite costly, going to be a little bit volatile, but it'll be okay. I think when we look into the future, we'll, we'll be all right, right? Um, I, so I sort of look, picture what that would be like to be, you know, working in sort of the fossil fuel carbon economy mm -hmm. and while trying to usher in a green economy. It's almost like being on a road when there were still horse and buggies and then right. someone comes up in their little motor car and beep, beep, right. get out of my way. Like, so there's, <laughs> it does not everyone's moving the same speed. So there's uh, not necessarily what's good for one isn't necessarily good for the other. Right. And, and when you look at the, the portfolio managers that manage, you know, big pensions and so on. Um, they're making a shift as well. They're going to invest in renewables, um, while you know also maintaining some fossil fuel stuff to meet energy needs, right? But they're changing their process. You know, they're going away from the oil and gas and so on. And maybe after the after the break, we'll have a little chat about that. We'll sidetrack a bit. Awesome. Perfect. As we continue talking here about how you should be managing your money in inflationary times and in recessionary times, also talking about just the, where the markets are going and what's happening to your money and the things that cause a push and pull effect on your money. That's coming up on your life, your money. Don't forget to visit Kelvin's website. It's askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N.ca. You can click on the schedule a call link, or if you want to call them right away, you got a burning question, call them at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Your life, your money with Kelvin, the money guy continuing here on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Good Sunday morning and welcome to Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin the Money Guy. I am Chris Creston and this is Your Life, Your Money. Welcome. Uh, new time, new time slot. And uh, if you're just joining us for the very first time, this is a show where, like, hey, it's in the name, we talk to you about your life. Life and your money with Kelvin, the money guy. Kelvin is one of the top financial advisors in the country. And uh, I think you'll find by listening to the show that he's a really great guy to know to a wealth of knowledge, really down to earth, and really just sort of the, the kind of person that you want in your corner, helping you out with tips and tricks and just the great understanding from years of experience, decades of experience working with clients to make sure that they've aligned those things, their life and their money, their retirement plans, their kids' education, a vacation, buying a house, um, taxes, so many things that are go, go into your life, um, even even wills we get into. Uh, there's so many things from cradle to grave that we touch on uh, on your life, your money, to help you understand your finances, how to get them working better for you, and how to make sure that you've got everything settled so you don't have to spend sleepless nights or stressful nights or stressful times dealing with your money problems. You, you know, you spend so much time working and being an expert on whatever it is that you do for a living, you can't also be expected to be a financial wizard. That's why we got one, Kelvin the Money Guy. His website is askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N.ca. And you can give him a call anytime at 416 457 7526. That's 416 457 plan. Kelvin, how you doing? Good uh, Sunday to you. 
Yeah, good Sunday morning. Jeez, I guess uh, after doing the show at nine for I don't know how how many years now, it'd be nice to do it at 11 now and maybe get some more sleep and die maybe on Sundays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was thinking maybe sleep in. How about that? I, I still get, I had twins. So sleeping in's a little bit harder, yeah. but uh, I get a little, little bit more playtime. How about we put it that way? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think it's a good change for us and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be good heading into the new year. Can't believe it's already December. Crazy. Wow, hey? I cannot believe how fast the year has gone by. It's been absolutely nuts. And so much has happened. So much has changed, mm-hmm. you know, uh, not just in just the world, but in markets and so many things yeah. that we're watching. And the topic of today's show is inflation, recession and the stock markets. And it's kind of interesting, you know, talking about inflation for a while now, mm-hmm. talking talking about recession for a while too and sort yeah. of trying to figure out how you navigate that for your financial plan i think is difficult because i i'm i don't want to say they the they're contradictory like the two needs but they're definitely right. not the same well it's like a tug of war you know going on between inflation and recession risk it has a lot of uh, investors you know how do i position my portfolio from I don't know, the last 10 years to now and what happens in the next three to five to 10 years of my life, right? And really, when you think about it, the average Canadian is uh, 41. So that person has, you know, uh, 20 years to go before they retire. So within this, those 20 years, if you do certain things, um, you'll be okay. Even if you're in your late 50s, 60s, do, do some strategic planning and I think you'll be okay. Many of us don't plan you know, and then and then when we do plan obstacles happens like inflation and recession, which we haven't seen actually in quite a long time. So there's so the investor has different challenges today, right? And, and when you think about uh, them controlling um, inflation recession, it's all to do with interest rates. So when when we look at uh, when we started out the year, rates were like a you know two percent, one and a half, two something like that. Now we're at the end of the year and it's gone up five, six times. So we're at, you know, 5%. So it's quite, uh, it's it's working what they're trying to do. They're trying to slow the economy just enough to suppress um, inflation without creating the recession. That's that's the goal, right? And you always hear in the news a soft landing, so to speak. And the problem is if they tighten inflation too little, um, or we run the risk of spiraling out of control with inflation, like like in the 70s, right? I, I don't know if people listening remember the 70s. Uh, if you're, and if you don't, you should read up about what happened because it thinks like we're almost like that now, you know, tighten too much and they risk a recession. Are we in a recession? I don't know. They, they say we are, um, or a mini one anyhow, um, but it doesn't, it, 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 if we are, we're pretty much coming out of it, maybe. A recession, you know, lasts for typically about eight to eight months to a year, a year and a bit. So if we are in it, we're probably maybe in the middle or the tail end of it. So, and the stock market tends to be the big predictor of a recession. So before you feel it on Main Street, they feel it on Bay Street right? three, four months earlier, right? Yeah, and 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 when you look back, you know, I went back to look at at histories of recessions, and the recession in in nineteen 
1969 to 1970 lasted for 11 months. The last recession that we remember is the COVID recession. Started in February, we probably forgot, I guess. February 2020 ended in April, and that lasted two months. I think the Great Recession was in 2007 to 2009 with the financial crisis. I don't know if you remember that, but it lasted about a year and six months. So, so when you trend or you look at uh, a trends of recession, like I say, it's usually eight months to about a year and a bit, and it holds true for now. So, you know, when we look at our money, how do we construct our portfolio to be recession proof? Now, I'm not a portfolio builder, so I don't pick and choose stocks and that kind of stuff. That's for people way smarter than me. My job is to listen to people and kind of figure out, you know, what risks are, what they want out of their money, how long do they have to retire? Um, what are they planning to do with their money? So when you can, so when I look at money, I tend to think of it as a barbell, you know, on one end of the barbell is cyclicals, meaning cyclical stocks that, uh, that you know, that tend to be volatile in, in good markets and bad markets. So, so cyclical stocks are things like hotels, you know, restaurants, um, cars, airlines, things like that. Um, so, so non-cyclical stocks outperform the market due an, an economic slowdown in which, which we are right now. The other end of the barbell should be things like healthcare, you know, energy, which does well. Um, now we're going through this change of, you know, gas to electric. So it'll be some volatility there. Um, healthcare, we're all getting older. Uh, a lot of money's being spent there. So inside of your portfolio, uh, people that are listening should go and have, don't look so much at the return, but go and look at the guts of your money. See where, where it's invested, what type of cyclicals or non-cyclical stocks um, that you're investing in or your portfolio is investing. I don't think you personally should be investing money because it's a hard job, especially when we have you know volatile times. I mean, it's, uh, it's one of those things that uh, it's to lose sleep over. So you shouldn't manage your own money. Get somebody to do it for you. Get a, Not me, because I'm not a portfolio guy, but find big money pension managers and manage your money just like that. And if you do so, you'll be fine, right? And if you need help finding out where you should be putting your money, you can always reach out to Calvin as well at askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N.ca. You can click on the schedule a call link and schedule a call just like that. Great name for the link. You click on that and then you pick a time and date of your choosing so that you have a call and a time and a date set for you to call Calvin and you're not playing telephone tag with him and you can uh, talk a little bit about how you want to be spending your money, where it is now and where you think uh, it might be heading. Um, Calvin, go on about uh, talking about planning for a recession. Yeah, well, well, inflation is, is in our heads now eh, because of the news over the last six, seven months in recession, inflation. And, and people don't understand what inflation is. I have clients that tell tell me they paid more for their last car than they did for their first house. So think about that for a second, you know. A dollar, what it cost you a dollar in 1970 is now $7.68 today. So it's really kind of bizarre what's what's going on. And we don't think about it that way, right? So I think when people it notice it. Money, 
I think people notice it in a big way in the grocery store because they're used to doing it on a weekly basis and they're used to buying the mm -hmm. same things. And I just, you know, my wife loves to buy organic fruit and vegetables and stuff. And then <laughs> when she came home with regular strawberries, I was just, oh, interesting. <laughs> these, these aren't the, the normal fancy strawberries. Well, <laughs> the normal fancy strawberries cost like three times as much as they used to. So like we're seeing a lot of big inflation um, and that's I where I think a lot of people see it on a regular basis. Well, I don't really go to the groceries that much. And Veronica and I went, my wife Veronica and I went last uh, last Sunday, last Saturday, I think, to Longo's. Anyways, she refused to buy lettuce. I think, why? She says, well, two weeks ago, it was $4.99. Now it's $10.99 or something like that. I'm thinking, well, so what? Buy it. And she refused because... If we keep buying it at ten dollars, they'll never lower the price to uh, four dollars, right? <laughs> That's true. And 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 you're right. I mean, I don't think we had to put up with this stuff uh, for a long time. And and most people, I mean, the last when you think about it, from two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten, so the last you know twelve years or so, we've really been we've been good. You know, um, the the markets have been fine. Um, things have been going healthy until the COVID, right? So does, does the COVID, does inflation recede to the background once COVID-related supply chain bottlenecks are resolved? So when things start to get back to normal um, or some kind of normal, you know, maybe we'll be okay, right? Um, so, so maybe after the break, we'll talk about how does, how does after the COVID, what happens to us with our money and supply and so on? When we finally get out of all the, not, not just the pandemic, but the pandemic confusion, the pandemic issues with supply chains, what happens and what can we start to look at when it comes to our money? That's coming up as your life, your money continues. Visit askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. Schedule a call with them. Listen to past shows, all kinds of other stuff there. Or you can give them a call on the phone at 416 Four five seven seven five two six. That's four one six four five seven. Plan your life, your money. Continuing here on six forty Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And thank you for joining Your Life, Your Money here with Kelvin, the money guy on 640 Toronto. Don't forget to visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. Or you can give him a call on the old telephone device, 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- Four five seven plan and a special welcome to everyone joining us for the first time. If you've never heard us uh, at this time, because we're we're new here, we're new. We're not new to the station. We've been here uh, for a while, uh, for a few years, doing it at nine o'clock. So uh, we're happy for the time change and to be part of your day uh, here uh, as we approach the lunch hour for you here on your Sunday uh, Sunday morning. Thank you so much for making us part of it. Today, we've been talking about recession and inflation, and we'll get back to that as the show continues. But we were talking uh, before the break about uh, the changes in the economy, the changes in the market, new innovations, and how that's uh, affecting stock markets and everything in our lives. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's really interesting, you know, because it seems like we're going from old 
stuff, energy to new things. Much like, you know, it reminds us of the 90s, you know, when we had a uh, coming down of the house prices, 1990, 1991. Inflation started to creep its head in and interest rates and stuff went on. And then we kind of sort through that within a year or two. And we hit to 1993s and Windows came about. I don't know if you remember that. And, and I remember, that really I, I remember DOS. So I remember yeah. having to go see colon yeah. backslash backslash to get something open. <laughs> and, and that really changed the course of things, you know, because businesses change. I mean, we can do multiple things on one screen. We didn't need the typewriter anymore. We didn't need the whiteout anymore, mm-hmm. right? Um, so a lot of things disappeared, like the Grand and Toy. I remember Grand and Toy buying <laughs> stuff for the kids. And that didn't exist anymore. I mean, it might now, I don't know, but it, it, it didn't exist. So it just changed the whole way we did things. And in the 90s, technology changed our world. And I think that's much like happening now when you look at money. Technology is changing everything. I mean, you know, we would do this meeting in, in the studio. I'd come downtown yeah. and we do it. Now we do it on Zoom and it's like we're there. I mean, yeah, we, we were, were working at home. Uh, we wanted to work at home. Most people wanted to say, man, I don't want to drive in traffic two hours every day. And then the COVID happened, it forced us to do it. So sometimes we're forcing the things that we don't want to do. And guess what? In many cases, it works out for the best, right? Um, so I think that's what's happening. And like decarbonization, you know, will lead to deflationary times in the long run. And But it's the building process that's going to be inflationary. But running things on dual system cost money, much like the night, much like the nineties when there was a major shift in rewiring the office for internet, rewiring right. things instead of cable. Like I mean, we ran cable everywhere. Like you know, then they were rewired. So so it costs money to change things. Well, I'm sure and offices then, that were buying uh, you know spools of of uh, a typewriter ribbon yeah. and. Uh, whole lot of whiteout and things like that all of a sudden right. had to invest in a xerox machine and a bunch of uh a bunch of computers so <laughs> you're probably running in different things for the old school guy uh in his yeah. cubicle he's still running a typewriter but you're trying to integrate the whole office for a computer mm-hmm. so i and, can imagine that that would have been an interesting time to be and running then, an and, office. and think of the fax machine yeah right yeah. the fax machine got replaced with the email and, and things like that so we're in a change i think we need to embrace the change However, before we change, there's going to be some bad times. And sure enough, we're in it right now. I think what I try and encourage people to do when it comes to their money is, is change your behavior. Try and change your behavior a bit of how you how you see your money. And, and I think if you do so, we'll be okay. You know, you know another problem that we're facing with, again, is uh, the population, the, our demographics. We're getting old. Right. Mm-hmm. Every day there's 1,000 Canadians turning 65. Wow. So the population is aging. And I think we're slowing down on immigration. It looks like. I think that I think the 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 government wants to bring in, I think like five hundred thousand people or something over the next, I forget how long. So until those things start happening, we're gonna have to, you know, pull things together. So people need to to sit back and reevaluate what they want comes to their money and actually in their lives as well. I mean, if you do so, we'll be okay. So we got to put all these things together in a logical manner. And if we do so, um, we'll, we'll, we'll be okay. You know, when we, when we go back to the, um, 
to the financial, the global financial crisis, we saw a lot of things, everything went lower. And then it, it came up, it started to come up again, you know, so so I guess to sum it all up, we're coming, we're coming down from these high levels of inflation and so on. Um, where are we going to end up? We're probably going to end up in a good place. I think when we push out the decade and we look, you know, um, seven years from now, I guess eight years from now, and we look back, we'll we'll say to ourselves, man, I wish we would have made some changes back in the early two, in 2022, 23, and we'll be okay. So this decade is a really important decade for a lot of us, you know. Um, like I say, a thousand Canadians turn in 65 every day. So 10 years from now, that guy, that person is 75. And what will the 75-year-old, the 65-year-old today, what would it look like in, when, in 10 years from now? So you really need to take advantage of high interest rates, inflation, things like that. You, you know, it's been a tough year for the stock markets, right? I mean, I don't know if when people look at their November statements or their October statements, they'll see, my God. It went down a lot, but if you look at it today, you'll say, oh, I'm okay, right? It's always it's always tough, you know, Chris, to be an investor, right? Mm -hmm. Like, well, I, I, I find do? especially if you look at any kind of graph, you pull up a graph of the history of a specific stock or or a whole market, um, you find that if you zoom in far enough, close mm -hmm. enough, it can yeah. look kind of scary. Oh my God, there's yeah. a cliff right there. Yeah. But you zoom out. <laughs> And it yeah. really is a lot less shocking, a lot less scary. It's just all of a sudden, well, then, well it seemed to dip there, down there a little bit, but then continue its upward trajectory that it's had for yeah. how many decades? Yeah. yeah. And and we really need to take a look at our, our RSPs and so on, because maybe some people have too much, right? Big problem with people today that have a lot of money in the RSPs. I got to pay back all this tax. So like I say, it's always tough to be an investor, but you know what really helps? It it helps to take a, a long-term and a historical perspective of what's going on. And then after the break, maybe we'll get into where we are and where we think we're heading for the, for the new year to end off the year, actually. Awesome. Thank you so much. Coming back after the break with more of that with Kelvin, the money guy. AskKelvin.ca is the website. That's askkelvin.ca. And you can give him a call, 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- Four five seven plan. Grab a pen. Four one six four five seven seven five two six. That's four one six four five seven plan. And askkelvin.ca. More of your life, your money. Continuing here on six forty Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. This is Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy. I am Chris Creston, and I say thank you for making us part of your Sunday morning. Thank you. A uh, special thank you to all of the new listeners we have at the new time slot, and thanks for letting us in to this part of your day. You can visit askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N.ca. Or you can give him a call at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And today we've been talking about uh, recession and uh, inflation and the stock market and how to plan and how to work out all of your money life accordingly based on those pushes and those pulls on your money and on your investments. And Kelvin, we were talking a little bit before we took a quick uh, short break there about 
learning from history about looking back, seeing the 90s, seeing the way, hey, it's like fashion. Everyone's wearing baggy jeans and uh, plaid <laughs> shirts again. So uh, it, it must be the 90s in the, in the markets as well. <laughs> Well, well, like I say, you know, you said it actually a plan just because we had a bad, um, you know, probably five months in the markets doesn't take away from your 10 year plan or your five year plan. It shouldn't anyhow, maybe readjust. But but yeah, it's been a tough year for the stock markets. The market, the markets um, we're in right now is a good reminder that stocks don't always go up. I mean, we're so used to 2020, 2021, everything, you know, surging and we think ah, that'll last forever. You know, there's volatility and, and the volatility cuts both ways, right? So you have to always make sure that you're always constantly speaking with your every quarter, speak with your advisor and make sure that you're, you know, that everything is good. You're in, you're in the right places. If your life change, change to suit. You know, when you're an equity investor, meaning investing in the stock markets, you shouldn't necessarily be thinking about the next several months or even a year for that fact. Right. You should be thinking about the next three, five to 10 years. Like I say, historically, money will double every eight to 10 years, meaning using the rule of 72, which people don't realize what it is. You divide whatever interest rates you get by 72, and that'll tell you the doubling period of your money. So, for example, if you got a 10%, your money will double in 7.2 years. If you get a 1%, it'll double in 72 years. So, how do you want to, how do you, what do you want to do with your money? So, so if you take that, you know, perspective next three to five to 10 years, that'll help when we have markets like this, right? You'll, you won't, you won't lose sleep. You might a little, but not, not a lot. Right. I feel so, like you probably, the Tim and most people can probably uh, relate to this. You feel like you're probably losing sleep or stressing out about things that you're imagining about the worst case scenarios and about mm. things that you don't have a good handle on. And that's why it's important to reach out to someone who understands it. And that's why it's great to have you know, access to you, Kelvin, here doing the show. And maybe we're, we've already you know held people's hands and calmed them down a little bit just by being here on the radio. But you can always reach out as well to get in touch with Kelvin if you've got an advisor and you need a second opinion or you're going it alone and you want to talk to someone. 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- Four five seven plan. Sorry, Kelvin, I interrupted you to <laughs> well, well, what I, <laughs> jump <yeah>. on that. <laughs> That's all right. No, no worries. You, you know, there obviously there's a lot of pain and losses, but there's also great opportunities to be had. Remember, there's always opportunities in crisis. So I think you know my job as an advisor or a money guy is to listen to you. Tell me what your thoughts are. Tell me where you're planning. What do you want? What do you want to happen to your money life? And let's put a plan together and go from there. I don't sell anything. I don't sell nothing. I don't, I don't work. I work for you. I do deal with all the financial institutions, but I don't really sell anything. My job is to listen to people and, and, and kind of just put them in the right place and make sure that all the time we're always constantly reviewing where you're heading. Are you close to getting to where you want to get to when it comes to your money? And believe it or not, most of us will get there. There's a lot of opportunities out there for people, individual stock pickers, and it shouldn't be you. It should be your portfolio manager because we don't know. We as the individual have no idea what stocks are good or bad. We think we do until the markets go the way it is. And then we think, oh, oh I don't know what I'm doing. And then you seek out a financial advisor. I think most people that are listening, if you're new to listening to us, 
chat with your advisor. Make sure that you know you're on the right path to where you want to get to. If you don't have one, pick up the phone and give me a call or get to, you know, get to our my website and ask us a question and, and whatnot. I think as we head into, I think we have one more show, Chris, left for the year. I'm not sure. One or two. And, and then as we head into the new year, you know, our time slot at 11, we'll be talking about a lot of things, a lot of the process of getting of, of getting to where you want to get to. How do we how do we accomplish those things? And I think we have a good I think next year is going to be a really good year for us. Like I say, I think there's still still some bumps along the way. Maybe the interest rates might go up a tiny bit again, maybe around December 20th. Or so. I'm not really sure. Um, but, you know, if it does, it's OK. Just manage through it and you'll be fine. Right. So, and I think that that's something to remember. You know, I think I, I saw a quote from the former uh, president of the Bank of Canada commenting on what the current one is doing and saying that, you know, the, the economy is a little bit more fragile than it was 10 years ago. And mm-hmm. trying to slow down an inflationary economy is like trying to stop a speeding truck. You know, you yeah. uh, put your foot on the brakes and it's not going to slow down right away. Yeah. And remember in your portfolio, look for cyclicals because they tend to go up and down with the economy while non-cyclical stocks, you know, are steady earners in good times and bad times. So if you balance both those things, you'll be all right. We'll be okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get through this. We'll be okay. And I think, uh, like I say, heading into next year, will be a great year. I mean, a lot of things to look forward for Christmas is coming. Um, we just finished Black Friday. So Christmas is a great time of year for all of us, I think. Um, and, and a lot of changes in our lives. And, and then, of course, we're going to hit the January and we're all going to go on a diet. Right? Of course we are. Yeah. <laughs> we'll all and then we'll make all... some, we'll all work out for two weeks. <laughs> and then we're going to look back uh, now and say, oh my God, I, this is what I wanted to do in January. And I didn't. <laughs> but it's never too late, you know. Don't and don't treat your money like a diet, right? Right. Because it won't, it won't, uh, it won't work out for you. So, you have to maintain the monitor. You have to maintain your watch on your money. And uh, like you said, Kelvin, every sort of three months, check up with your advisor and make mm-hmm. sure that you know what's going on right. and that uh, that they know too about changes in your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the weather, the season changes four times a year here. So you should revisit your money at the same time when the when the season change. And if you get into that habit, you'll be okay. You'll be able to ride through the ups and downs of the, the stock markets and the economy. So I, I like I say, I always encourage people to speak to their advisor. And if they don't have one, you know, pick up the phone and call us or tune in every Sunday at 11. And maybe, you know, call and ask a question and go from there. Right. So, yeah, I think I think we're good. Right. Awesome, Kelvin. Thank you so much for another great Sunday morning, a little later than usual and the new normal (laughs) here. Sundays at 11 is where you can find Kelvin, the money guy and your life, your money. Thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday morning, Kelvin. And thank you to all the listeners for making us part of yours. This has been Your Life, Your Money. Don't forget, you can visit Kelvin's website. It's askkelvin.ca. That's ask k-e-l-v-i-n dot c-a and you can give him a call anytime at 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN again we'll be back here Sundays at 11 your life your money with Kelvin the money guy ask Kelvin dot c-a 416-457-7526 thanks again 
And stay tuned to 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment.